0: Hey, it's Jana here just with a quick announcement. Today, January 30th, 2024, is the last day that you can register for the February-March 2024 round of Wanting It More before the price goes up next time. We have had an enormous interest in this round, and so instead of capping it at 70 We have opened the doors for however many couples want to join and instead have increased the amount of support calls within there so everyone can get their questions answered and the support that you need. So that's great news because it means that you can still register and go to janadentonhousecom slash WantingItMore to do so. I'll see you in there and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Wanting It More podcast. It is great to be here with you again today. Today we are joined by James, James and his wife just completed this last round of Wanting It More and he was participating in the support calls that we had for men. Things, you know, in the past we didn't have a lot of support for men, but we're really learning how important that is and I hope that whatever we talk about today will, will help bring the conversation out to the public a little bit more in this podcast. So James, before we get started, do you want to just share with everyone just a little bit about who you are?
1: Uh, sure, good afternoon, Jenna. and uh, my name is James. Uh, I, I've been married uh, for about five years. Uh, met my wife about eight years ago. Uh, I have three kids from a uh, previous marriage, all grown and out. and uh, we live in the on the East coast in the mid-Atlantic in America in America <laughs> okay.
0: So many East Coasts <laughs> Yeah um that's great James thanks for uh doing that introduction and and what's so interesting for what I love about doing these podcast episodes is that when we're in the calls together there it's such a large group and um I don't usually get to hear the full story so it's it's yeah it's such a joy I'm so excited to be able to do this so to just get us started off how about we start with um, some of the messages and, and things you learned about sex growing up as a, a boy and, a, and as a teen and maybe as a young adult?
1: Uh, y- yes. Um, I mean, that's been a key, key learning out of this program. Um, I think, uh, you know, there was uh, a great privilege assumed. Uh, and, and I think the whole, you know, sex media culture that we've talked about uh, promotes that. And, and I had every reason to believe uh, that any of these kind of advances were, were welcome and, and fun and that uh, anyone I was dating and then my wife that in later years, you know, just would love all of this. And I have learned uh, that I've been misinformed. Yeah.
0: So when you say love all of this, what are you?
1: Oh, I mean, I think physical contact, you know, un- uninvited. Uh I've learned, you know, it's it's not welcomed. Uh, but I just presumed, I swear I presumed women enjoyed this. Look for it. It was a sign of affection. Uh and that's been a that's been a huge learning. Mm -hmm. And and my wife is now, I think, have the confidence through this program to tell me that. Mm -hmm. Uh and so it's a little bit about what I don't know, you know, is hurting her. Uh, but I think she's gaining greater confidence to simply tell me what she likes and what she does not like,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: and I'm doing my best to behave in that manner.
0: What were some of your early ex- sexual experiences like? Were were they um, primarily like you? I mean, typically they you don't talk too much about to your partner. They just sort of happen. But yeah, from a, me- a male perspective, what were th- what were those like?
1: Um I I was a rather sexually active youth um, and uh, and and had and enjoyed it very much. Um, and I thought my partners were enjoying it very much. And frankly, you know, I look back now and I'm just I'm rather not about to contact anybody, but uh, but really rather curious about, you know just how deep it it went. I, I am curious about whether you know there's there's intense sexual attraction at first meeting. And so I'm kind of curious of where does it where does it shift into mm-hmm. a more what we might call a more normal existence together and then, you know, feelings of irritation or uh, of a lack of safety.
0: Mm-hmm. Where did you get your sexual education from when you were younger?
1: oh, I, I don't know, I'm mean, uh, you know, like locker room, nothing formal. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents uh, did not discuss this at all. So this was just out in school and, you know, Playboy magazines and and stuff like that.
0: So what's this locker room talk about? We, <laughs> we hear it, but if we're not of that gender, it, it can be a little bit confusing.
1: Well, there's a lot of boasting, a lot of male ego, a lot of are on, uh, you know, floating around, and so uh, it's uh, you know tales from the uh, from the other side and conquests and and the like. You know, from time to time, a serious conversation, but that uh, that would not be uh, characteristic of it. It's all kind of conquests.
0: All right. So yeah. So you were talking a little bit about. Um being in wanting it more and learning this stuff really for the first time what was that like
1: well my wife brought it to my attention um i think we we were uh you know not having a satisfying sex life and she you know she's considered therapy i uh, i have uh met with therapists uh and I think you know neither of us were getting to the root cause, uh, and and I think what she found was uh, as you've talked in the program, you know there must be something wrong with her, and frankly, as a product of this culture, I'm sitting there thinking there must be something wrong with you too, uh, and again, just you know we joked at the uh, at the last session about the red pill blue pill from Matrix. This program is definitely the red pill. Once once you've seen this, you know, you cannot unsee it. I mean, if you care for your wife, uh, you cannot unsee uh, her reality. And and so uh, that's just been a major, major shift.
0: What I hear from a lot of men is that when they hear the word safety, it does, it is hard to, to understand and kind of get around. What was your experience like? In that?
1: Yeah, I, I found it offensive. But of course, but of course, you know it was all about me, right? So that's you know that's easy. Um, it is a it is a tough uh, concept to accept, which I'm working to accept. Um, in that, you know, the very last thing you know I believe any of the husbands in the program you know have in mind is to create an uns- It's it's jarring. It's a really shocking term to come to grips with. Uh, that my wife may not feel safe in our home uh, because of me. um it's it's uh it's unsettling. it's it's a real shock. but you know she she owns it. you know, I mean, I'm kind of looking for her to reassure me and she's going, no, this is this is real. so that's that's something that you know, if you've got half a mind on this, you you're going to absorb.
0: Yeah, I think. I mean, for those of you know, for those folks who haven't been in these conversations, definitely there's a fear of like that's not who I am. I'm not. A, I'm a good guy. I'm a good husband. I, I, I provide a protect. I, I comfort. That th- this isn't my intention. Were those some of your thoughts?
1: All, all, all of the above, uh, no doubt about it. I mean, it's it's the polar opposite of my self image. You know, I think I am a an upstanding guy you know i i think i have my values in the right place i love my wife Uh, i respect my wife she's brilliant uh and and this notion that i am creating an unsafe environment for her is uh you know just it's first deeply offensive like you know what the hell do you mean and then deeply unsettling you know, when confirmed, you know, all the things that I just, you know, and you've given these examples and, you know, you come up to her in the kitchen while she's doing dishes, something, you know, and, and it's irritating to her. And I thought quite the opposite. I thought, you know, she loves this. This is a sign of my love for her. You know, like I can't keep my hands off her. I find her desirable and, and loving and, you know, it's it's as I say, it's jarring to discover she's having a very different experience. You know, in our home, in our marriage.
0: And with and was there a piece of you that was confused why she hadn't said anything all these years?
1: Well, the, the program, maybe a little, but I think we were already into the program, into the weeks. And this notion of you know trusting your own gut, your, your intuition, um, is was just you know what she has said on a number of occasions is I don't know what I like, and I think that that on the husband's calls was a real uh, breakthrough. I think you know it's like well why don't you do this or why don't you, and and the notion is and the break you know the reset we've done is she she's quite candid about I don't really know what I like and what I don't like and so we are you know in a path to discover that.
0: And any time were you thinking gosh uh, this isn't the relationship or the experience that I signed up for this this was this is something completely different.
1: Yes yes and and I mean we 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 were talking about you know, our marriage or, you know, we were talking about uh, sex outside of marriage. I mean, you know, willing permission to me to satisfy that, quote unquote, need and all, which I thought was. Not going to happen and it's not going to happen, but that's I mean, that's the, and that's the level where we we're at, you know, really wondering first principles and and just what's going to happen. Um and now we're you know we're we're addressing it together. I'll tell you since since we're in and now out of this program, um, I find her more comfortable and at ease, and frankly far more loving with physical contact than she had been. So I mean I, that was just the scar tissue I think, and so you know I I put my hand, we'd be sitting on the couch, I'd put my hand on her thighs, and it'd be like a recoil. It's a physical reaction. And now I find, you know, when I'm not reaching all the time, I'm just trying to exercise, you know, being a grown up. Um, I find her, you know, reaching for me. And that's, that's very pleasant.
0: I mean, I, I like you said, like a grown up, I know this is basic stuff for a lot of couples it isn't. And what have you done in order to be that safe space for you? Like how, how are you not escalating or feeling um, rejected when she doesn't want a certain touch or like, how are you monitoring that for yourself?
1: Well, you've reminded us of this and, and, you know, the the damn program's called wanting it more. And, and she, and she signed us up. So that's, that's a pretty good indicator, you know, that, that uh we're heading in the right direction you know we we both have the same goal in mind in in the quality of our marriage because i'll tell you this program is a lot more than sex life it's you know it's around mutual respect it's about listening it is about communication and and you know my wife being more clear and i'm listening better uh but we've kind of acknowledged you know both of our participation in this ruse that that we've been living in and uh i tell you it's red pill blue pill you know once once you're aware it's my how i'm behaving is full stop you know i will not reach now i suspect in time you know we're going to relax that a little bit but right now i do not i do not reach i do not touch grab i do not presume uh, that any of this is pleasant. I'm waiting for her to tell me, show me, or to act first. So we've we've said, for example, she says, you know, I'm pretty sure now that uh, when you know when I come home from work or after the day wherever we've both been, she's pretty sure that a good hug is welcome. You know, she's she's confident in that, and so the, these are the steps we're taking. But it's a, you know it's a long way from a hug hello to you know grabbing her butt in the kitchen and thinking you know this must thrill her <laughs> you know, not not much not too much
0: for the guys listening to this uh, you know cuz i hear this from men who are thinking wait a minute that is my right that is what married couples do you 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 touch each other i don't wait for permission that's awkward that's weird what would you say to them
1: uh your wife is hurting at, at most, she's tolerating it. It is not having the desired effect. I know the effect I thought it was having, you know, and it brings us together and we're cuddly and we're, you know, I'm high touch. And, 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 I, and I thought that was a delight for her. I am dead wrong, you know, and, and the safety thing, establishing safety is the real deal. That, that and and i find her visibly relaxing now um, because she's not under threat and i'll tell you i you know i am a 70 year old white male i have lived in a culture of privilege you know i i work very hard all of that but i am not uh, confused that i have had terrific privilege in my life um and and this is just another extension of that that's how i'm thinking of it this is another extension of my presumption of my you know i can so yeah i you know that reduces my wife to chattel i i own her you know it's like a pet dog or something it if you start looking at it this way again red bill you can't unsee it now you can't i can't i can't go back you know it's just it's it's fundamental i had no idea this program was going to be this effective i had no idea i i thought it was you know like not not specifically but you know like sex positions or you know how you know how will you how do you you know how how do you drive your woman crazy in the bedroom you know Just one more, here we go. And uh, boy, was I surprised.
0: I mean, I'm cracking up over here because (laughs) I do when I ask for feedback from men, they're like, Janet, could you give us a bit more of a heads up? (laughs) What's going around the corner? And I'm like, would you join the program? I don't know if, if you knew.
1: I I think I noticed, you know, a a couple of guys were not showing up on the husband calls anymore. And you know what? I I would talk to my wife about this. And and I'm thinking, that's okay. I mean, the very, very tough reality, and I'm sure this is not in your marketing materials, is you may decide you do not belong together. Yeah. You know, you may decide that my sense of expectation or entitlement, you know, does not line up to your sense of self-worth and value you know, and, and that, that's a very, that's a risk. That's a risk. But I mean, otherwise you're on the blue pill and you go right back into the matrix and, and, you know, you're clueless. Uh, So it's, it's tough. And I'm, I'm not sure that every couple will come out of the program meeting their expectation. They may learn some, some difficult truths. And, but that's, I swear, what we talk about at home is that's not bad. That's not a failure. You know, that is growth. That is recognition. And so, again, this has little, I mean, it's it's designed for wanting it more. But this is about relationship and trust and and building a marriage together. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are some people who I imagine, you know, may not belong together. I mean, I am divorced from an earlier marriage. We did not belong together.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that, that points to the whole thing is that low libido or low sex drive in women. It's not about the individual woman and her hormones and her trauma. It's about the environment in which she's in which is informed by culture. Both you know, informed your brain by culture informed you and culture informed her, and you did the dance. You pursued and she didn't say anything. Uh,
1: exactly, and and even deeper, and I know you've known this, you, I mean, you highlighted this for us, was she, she did not know. You know, we are such products of this invasive culture. Uh, you know, it's really an offensive culture crass and harsh um but she she doesn't know what what you you don't know up from down you got to kind of relearn it now um and that's that's a challenge but you know i'm getting you know earlier on or prior you know i'm not getting any help from her because she can't help me she's you know she's got to figure her out and then you know she'll let me know and that's that's what we're on and about now
0: Yeah, that's why when men say, oh, my wife is withholding sex from me, I'm like, what are you talking about? There's just no intentionality here. She's just sort of flailing around, unsure herself.
1: Yeah, I I feel so badly about my contribution. We've had a lot lot of talks about this, you know, my contribution to this. Um, and, And she's practicing compassion for me, too, which I very much appreciate. You know, you know, if there's any way to bring it back to me, I mean, that's what I'll, you know, that's what i will sure to do. But but having compassion for her and her for me, she understands, you know, it's been a bit of a guessing game and, you know, and she owes it to herself and and maybe to me to just be clearer yeah. as she figures it out. And so I'm here to help in, in any way. And that means not grabbing and not, you know, and, and just respecting her space and letting her uh, drive, as we say in the class.
0: Mm-hmm. How have you dealt with any, uh, you know, guilt or shame about your actions, your unintentional, unknowing actions in the past?
1: You know, that's a that's a great question. I, you know, it's it's a it's an enlightenment for me. Um, but but to be honest i have i've been you know pretty focused on my wife of five years uh and i have not reflected i mean it, it was kind of like that was then and that was there and and that's what we were all i mean it, it's it, i'm giving myself a pass because you know what can you control and what can't you control and uh I think I was a pretty good uh, partner to uh, women in my, in my life. Um, but there's nothing I can do about that. And and I'm sure I've been a cad. Uh, I, I know that, uh, but there's, there's really nothing, you know, I'm not mounting a letter writing campaign. Uh, so uh, that's, I've got enough to focus on uh, in, in my marriage.
0: Yeah. That's why that, that, that piece of compassion, but then also tied with accountability, which you obviously have, you know, you're acknowledging what happened in the past. And you're saying, I'm here to do better. You know, now that we know better, we do better.
1: Yeah, I wrote down and I'm a bit of a note taker. And and um, I wrote down any number of phrases that you have Provided as tools, really to provide, and I love, and I have used, and I have counseled other people in my work uh, around acknowledge, validate, and reassure. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, very powerful stuff. I had uh, a, a colleague who said uh, they went, you know, they were they were uh, uh, affected in some way by another colleague, and they confronted the colleague, and the colleague said, "Well, that's fair," and it drove them crazy that's fair you know it's like well thank you very little you know but and so i have provided this notion of acknowledge validate and reassure and it's uh, powerful stuff
0: yeah that avr is was such a great tool that i learned actually during this round of whim and I, the name of the person the author who created it is is eluding me right now but i'll i'll make sure to put it in the show notes for everyone who wants to check out um her work As a man, I'm curious, a phenomenon that happens with women is once they learn this new, the matrix, they want to tell people they want to talk to their sisters and their aunts and their moms sometimes, and their friends. Is that also a, a yearning for you to tell other people, maybe your kids, or is that a different experience for men?
1: I don't. I cannot speak for all men, but no, I have. I, I am not interested in doing so.
0: Like, we'll come on the podcast and we'll do it in my marriage. But...
1: Just, just keep pushing, Jana. Thanks. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's right. I know. I, I just keep on wondering how do we change the the male culture? Do you do you have any insight into that?
1: No, I, I don't think I can help. Um, it's it is pervasive. It's pervasive. Again, you can't unsee it. I mean, TV commercials and TV shows it just, it just, I mean, let alone movies or anything, it just ev- everywhere uh, with that intentionality. And so it's it's like Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's yeah. Tale.
0: What do you see? What do you see now through this lens? Like when you're watching sex scenes or you're seeing advertisements? or
1: No, it's not sex scenes. It's just a sexual content in in routine in you know not the nightly news but any any shows commercials you know the camera work and and looking down women's uh shirts or legs in, in for no no productive purpose of selling you know this can of soft drinks or something it's it's everywhere and it's it's i mean once you know i'm a broken record but once you've build some of this awareness, um, you know, you're onto it.
0: And so from your perspective as a man, how would you articulate that? Like, what would you say is the culture that women are in?
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's, it it has been a culture that expresses it in many, many ways of, of women's rights, you know, to vote a hundred years ago. Um, this is a progression and i think there's certainly around the world uh, even more overt treatment of women or wives uh, spouses as and as offensive as it sounds you know chattel just property and that i have i mean you mentioned it in one of the programs and i have said these words to my wife you are the only person I'm allowed to have sex with on earth. I have said those words. And like two weeks later, you're, you're on the husband's call going, what type of jerk would say that? No, you did not say that. But I have said those words. I mean, that's, you know, and so you owe me wife, right? And that's just, that's just property. Yeah. So this, this has been a long, long time. And I, I think, you know, we see progress, but Uh, this is still uh, thick in the culture this is serious stuff in our culture
0: yeah yeah another big message is if you loved me or if you love me then did you experience that as well
1: um no I I am I am confident in my wife's love for me Mm -hmm. and she in my love for her um It it was just, you know, once again, the genius of calling this little program, wanting it more kind of gives away the punchline at the end. You know, she signed us up because she wants to have a more satisfying sexual relationship with her husband. And I'm and I'm down for that. I am. I'm ready. You know, and I just have to unlearn as she's learning. I'm unlearning. I'm unpacking as she's as she's working on determining what she genuinely feels and, and thinks about things.
0: Yeah. And how we, I mean, it could be seen as bait and switch a little bit, but I mean, I'm using language that women say, and when I surveyed them, they all say, I want to want it more. I want to want it more. That's what they want. And we have to redefine what wanting is, and we have to redefine what it is Uh,
1: yes and and we are deep into that ourselves as a couple Um, yeah
0: yeah because really what we think wanting is is just arousal being horny all the time being in the mood and uh, we're sort of redefining it that wanting is a feeling of fondness that emerges once you're having safe satisfying good experiences over time (laughs) so a little different than what culture may think
1: Uh, yes, a big, big difference.
0: Mm -hmm. And then it being, you know, usually we think sex is intercourse, orgasms, that sort of stuff, but we're redefining it as, um, pleasure and connection. However, that uh, shows up and it has to be mutual. It can't be unilateral. Just one person is experiencing the pleasure and one person is experiencing the connection.
1: Yes. Yeah. And And that's where it's, it's such a broader you know, it is really working on our relationship because I was, uh, you know, happily misinformed. You know, I was, I was quite pleased with the presumptions that I thought, you know, were meaningful and loving gestures uh, only to kind of discover. So that's the aha, you know, that it's not. So she has now the courage to articulate this. In the knowledge that, you know, I'm going to try to practice and try is the key, you know, try to practice compassion, you know, provide that space, establish that safety, you know, so she becomes emboldened now to articulate this more completely for me and I'm, and I'm learning a ton, you know.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear some men say, like in the process. Well, maybe if I would give her suggestions, or maybe if I would nudge in this direction, that it would work for you. Have you have you uh, tried that and and discovered anything? No, else? I may be
1: crazy, but I'm not stupid. No, <laughs> uh, and, and that that will not work.
0: It yeah. will not work. No, it
1: will not work. I learned that early on. It's like you know, the oven's hot. You know, yeah. Um, I forget what the instance was. I think I, I was I was asking, you know, whether she'd like to kiss or something. And, you know, she said, no, you know, no. And so it's like, oh, OK.
0: That's just okay. the truth. Yeah. yeah. Just it's a, it's a hard truth, but it's a truth. And yeah, the more she can tell the truth, the the better that things will go. It's tricky in the middle and in then in, in the beginning and in the middle and for the rest of your life because there's really this so. learning never I ends so. yeah
1: but it's better it's it's better knowing the truth yeah you know? I think the relationship has been a bit of a lie you know um either yeah you know, I, mean, I guess it's not a lie if it's not intentional I mean it's just uh unaware mm-hmm. of how uh the effect i'm having on her and uh, and she being unaware of what she just fundamentally wants or does not want yeah, and she tells me she's figuring that out
0: yeah it is. So, is that hard to relate to not, someone not knowing what they want
1: yeah i i think so i mean that's a really interesting question I, i'm this is all speculation i'm i'm guessing Yes, because once again, I have been operating, you know, I am on the easy side of all this. You know, this is white male privilege, and I can assume, and, and you know, even people when they disagree may not tell me that, you know, so that, you know, they're trying to retain relationships, you know, they're trying to get by, you know, well, we all have to work again on Monday morning, so let's, you know, we'll, I'll let this slide, Uh so, women have been behaving in response to men in a certain manner that gets reinforced, you know, as you so well put it, you know, everywhere in every aspect of our lives. So, this is really, you know, breaking out of a shell. I, 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 compassion is such a powerful word. I have tremendous compassion for my wife mm. because I, I understand, you know, the world she has lived in the world that women live in and parents aren't helping and friends don't help because we're all in you know the matrix we are all products of this telling me how i should behave telling her how should she should respond to my behavior how she should behave it's it's just so deeply ingrained you know so no i'm not surprised that she's got to like kind of deprogram herself and figure out no I like that you know I, I want that or no I really don't I never understood that I don't I don't want it I don't like that
0: yeah and, uh, yeah I may have thought that she should like it but then upon actual reflection realized well, actually this isn't very enjoyable for me
1: well and the dirty little secret is it's not some of these practices that are you know promoted in the sex media culture uh are not too much fun for me either Mm -hmm. but we
0: i know tell us more
1: (laughs) well you know we have we have a pretty significant age difference between us and i thought some practices would are generational and i thought well i don't quite get it but i see women enjoying it and so you know i try and and so we're both figuring out no that's kind of bs
0: yeah isn't that powerful that culture has that level of influence on us it's yes
1: just all of this performative uh sex um instead of just that that connection, you know, that intimacy that we talked about in the program. Yeah. It's just such a richer uh, experience. And we're, you know, we're finding our way.
0: Mm -hmm. Have you noticed that you are becoming more sensitive to when she is really enjoying something or when she is like maybe pushing herself a little bit?
1: not yet honestly um we're being pretty overt you know Good we're idea. being very overt, you know? yeah and so uh we haven't you know we haven't progressed to a more subtle uh you know i literally will walk in and my hand my arms will be at my side you know until yeah. yeah and then she'll tell me what she wants to do so there isn't much nuance uh yet Mm-hmm. But I suspect, you know, I suspect we will get there.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I'm even reflecting on the fact that I asked that question, how much I also still struggle with culture and and how much is there a cultural message that that's what lovers do, is that you don't have to talk, you don't have to be clear, and that doing so is a bit robotic or a bit weird and Yeah, and who says? Who says we can't for the rest of our lives be extremely detailed in what we want and what we don't want?
1: Well, I suspect, you know, she's giving it a great deal of thought and and I will be informed uh, to what she likes. You know, we've now kind of, as I mentioned earlier, we've now agreed that a a welcoming hug, no grabs anywhere, but a sincere hug is great. And that's terrific, you know, so and, now I'm comfortable with that.
0: And I'm guessing she's been able to do that, knowing that if that day or that moment in particular, she isn't feeling it, she tells you so that you won't, you know, there won't be any consequences for that.
1: And, and we have, uh, you know, virtually contracted to that. You know, uh, I have assured her, that you know uh, she will be driving and and if she's driving along and then she her she changes you know something sets sets her off something you know uh knocks her off the path then we're done mm-hmm. and we're done at that moment you know and we can rest and reset or, or whatnot but uh, i have assured her of that and and you know seek opportunities actually to demonstrate that so that it's going to be more than words mm-hmm. so uh, you know i i kind of look for opportunities and hoping we're going to have more opportunities to just show her that and that's where i think she will relax
0: yeah over time trust is being built between you
1: thank you yeah precisely
0: so wonderful. Well, I think we're wrapping up here. Um, James, was there anything else? I know I'm putting you on the spot here, but was there anything else that we haven't covered that you did want to talk about?
1: No, um, thank you. Your your work is very important, and you are changing people's lives, and you are changing as many husbands as wives, and so I thank you for that.
0: Thank you so much. Yes, I will not give up. I'm, I'm fighting the good fight. <laughs>
1: Well, you had a tough couple of tough sessions. Uh, yeah,
0: with us. I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Which uh, I sent you an email. I don't know whether you ever got that. Just, uh, you know, just acknowledging that, you know, yeah, stay the course. It's very, very important. And I'm grateful.
0: Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for, you know, for coming on the podcast because this is a way that we both can get out to the world for you in a, in a safer way, no one's getting has to see your face. And, and uh, for me, because, you know, I having the male voice on here is really important. And, and, you know, you can reach men in a way that I may not be able to. So thank you so much for joining me. on uh,
1: this I, I recommend the red pill.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although I will say there is a there's a whole have you heard of the red pill stuff online? It's like the opposite of what we do here. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh um, yeah. It's like a, it's a brand of, I think they call it um like male empowerment or, or something like this. And yeah. So, so everyone, James is talking about a different red pill. It's, don't, don't look at red pill on Reddit. Okay. That is not what we're talking about here. <laughs> uh, right. Just,
1: it's so powerful. And, and thanks yeah. so much.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. And thanks everyone for listening right to the end. I will talk to you in the next one. Bye for now. If you've enjoyed this episode, I have a favor to ask of you. It's really hard to get the word out about a podcast about sex. What would really, really help is if you would leave a rating and a review. And I know that you get asked this all the time in different podcasts, but please, I beg you, it would really, really help so that more women who need this message will hear it. All you have to do is go into your Apple podcast app. It's the purple icon. And if you go to the podcast page where it shows my face, has a little button that says latest episodes if you scroll down past the episodes and you get to a section called ratings and reviews there's a little purple writing thing (laughs) that says write a review if you click on that it will ask you to give it a five stars actually you can put any stars but five is what I would love and put a title and then write your review thank you so much for supporting this little venture here and I really am so grateful. If you are curious about Wanting It More and how this program could help you want and enjoy sex more with your husband and you feel like it may be a great next step for you, you can go to wanting slash wantingitmore to sign up for the wait list, to learn more to see when we're running our next round. All right, that's it. I'll see you next one.